Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show! I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Ryan Pilkington in the house. Ryan Pilkington here to fight the good fight. Be good, do good. This is the mantra. This is the life. We're here to live a mission. The mission of the more good you do in the world, the more successful you will actually be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for welcome, uh, welcoming us to the show. For <laughs> We welcome you to the show. We've got a great show. You've, Oh, my gosh. Where? And here I have Ryan in the deal. Okay, there we go. He'll get I, it. I got good energy today, man. Too, I'm, huh? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on fire. So tell us about oh. the show, Ryan. Tell us what's going on in this world of ours. No, just tell us about the show. I think I'll, I don't I'll leave it the within world. the show realm than what's going on in the real world. We're going to keep it in the beautiful, wonderful space of the biz for good. Yeah. Yeah, today we have some amazing guests, and the title of the show is Do What You Love, Get Your Life Back with Mark Do and... Do What You Love, Do What You Love. If it's not a song, it definitely should be. I'm sure it is. It's a song. It's a song. <laughs> Do you know the band? Yeah, Bobby. Bobby, 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 Bobby and the Fantastics. <laughs> uh, our guests are like, "Oh crap! What, what did, did we get into? into?" We're in so dear. <laughs> once the game. once the live starts, who knows what's going to happen, right? It's live. It's live. Yeah. yeah. We're excited to talk to our guests, but what do we got going on? Tell us about them. Do I what won't you interrupt anymore after this time. Do, do what you love. Get your life back with Mark and Anne with an E. Blackie. So, <laughs> welcome from Atlanta uh, for joining us here in Utah for the Biz for Good show. Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Yeah. Awesome. I love it when they're excited. That means we're going to have fun. I have a feeling we're going to have fun with these guys. They, they seem like fun folks. They're on board. Yep. So, yeah. So, we got to throw them some curveball. Well, Ooh. we've already thrown them a big curveball. Usually, we actually talk about the show and maybe questions with our guests but but we didn't do this with with these guys for some reason it was we we just we're shooting the bull and having fun and trying to figure out technology of course it's always trying not to wake up the baby that's what we're trying is that what it is i don't know right keep that baby quiet (laughs) (laughs) and we learned we learned from these guys if you want people to not bug you at your home put a sign (laughs) on the door that says baby is sleeping anything else people will bug you all day so on our door where it says live show maybe we should just put baby Baby sleeping sleeping. there you go (laughs) it'll work we promise yeah yeah let's do that i'll make a graphic i'll make it so okay So Ann Lackey loves starting and running businesses, and Mark Lackey has always been fascinated with making things work better and run smoother. Together, they have co-founded and run multiple businesses simultaneously for two two decades. They have generated over $15.7 million in revenue. $15.7 million. For their services-based business in the past four years, 
years alone. By coaching and consulting with hundreds of CEOs and exec, ex, execs, executives. executives, they have found three common core business problems. Owner overwhelmed, staff turnover and failures, and poor customer service and follow-up. They oh, launched Hire Smart so Virtual good. Assistants five years ago, and they are on the show with us today. Awesome. I love that because I have a feeling we're gonna, they're going to tell us, too, how important it is for the be good, do good. This, this whole uh, concept, if you want to keep, we talk about it all the time, if you want to keep employees, then you got to treat them good. you got to treat them right. you got to have them. You could teach customer service all day long. But if the employee feels mistreated, does it matter? Does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. Nope. It doesn't. Nope. Okay. Um, what am I supposed to do, Ryan? Am I supposed to do something right now? Well, I could do it today. You, you could do it today. So uh, if you go to the bizforgoodshow.com, that's bizforgoodshow.com. What's our number four? Oh, B I Z, the number four. Goodshow.com. There is a checklist you can download for free, and this checklist is full, filled with tons of assignments and little tasks to make your business that much better in doing good in the world of be good, do good. So go to thebizforgoodshow.com, download the checklist. It's a free thing, it's just for us. It walks you through weeks after weeks of how to focus on being good and doing good in your life and it gets your juices flowing and really we believe it's 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 literally will get you more success in your life yeah awesome uh life vest yeah i have a i have just a shout out to a website that i found called life vest l-i-e-l-l-i-f-e-v-e-s-t uh, their whole mission is kindness, so go check them out. They've got a lot of cool stuff on there. Life Vest, how do you, what is it? Life Vest what? Dot com? Uh, Life Vest Inside dot com. Life Vest Inside dot com. That's our Be Good News, Be Good News. Uh, they've got some really good stuff out there. What is it? So Life Vest Inside is born out of the idea that in, in a seemingly chaotic world with its bumps and curveballs, kindness, like a life vest, keeps us afloat and makes us believe once again in ourselves and instills hope and helps us see the light at the end of the tunnel. And they have a whole mission. Check it out. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Uh, are we ready? Follow us. Follow us. Oh, follow us on all of our favorite Twitters. Boy, it's, why is it acting? Why does it seem like we've never done this before? Because we changed the format. <laughs> oh five yes, times. we changed the format. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Yes. So follow us on all your Instagram, Twitters, Tweetites, uh, Insta, Insta, Facebookians, all of those places. We're out there, and you can listen on any podcasting thing. We've been doing this a while, so just look for the Biz for Good Show. Tell Alexa play the Biz for Good Show, and she will play it for you. Or any of those other people you can talk to in those little technology things. Right. Right? Right. Cool. Okay. Let's get to the show. Introduce our guests. And um, ladies and gentlemen. Lessons in leadership. Lessons in leadership. So this is what we're going to do today. We're going to throw... Well, we would throw a curveball, but since we didn't do anything else, it's all a curveball today. So... Uh, this segment we like to call Lessons in Leadership, and, and I get that you guys probably have a little bit of insight when it comes to leadership. Is that, is that true? 
first. Of course. Okay. So what we would like you to do is basically in this in a little bit of time, give us a lesson about leadership. What could our listeners learn from you guys about leadership? How to lead uh, and just, we're gonna turn the time over to you guys. Well, I think it starts with kind of what you said in the very beginning about having good customer service. It comes from the top down. And so if you are treating people the way you wanna be treated, it's probably a pretty good, simple way to have good leadership. Um, certainly you have to have direction and all the other things that a good CEO has, but if you don't treat people well, it really isn't going to matter. Ooh, very. That, that is so true. I have a follow-up question. Well, but that, do, do, does Mark have any, anything to add to that? Well, one thing that we found in our business and in others is the, the, the leader needs to pitch in. The, to really lead, you have to be willing to get your hands dirty, too. Oh. Not just mm. passing off everything to make sure it gets done by somebody else. And for us, no matter how big our business gets, you'll find us in the trenches. And we believe that type of leadership by showing and doing is, is very effective. I love it. I love it. That's that. That is the epitome of what we're talking about when we talk about being good and doing good and the business for good. If if you're a powerful leader that respects your employees and loves your employees, they will do whatever. They will they will bend over backwards to make a success out of your company. Follow-up question, Ryan? Uh, the follow-up question is uh, with leadership and communication with, a cust- uh, with an employee that may not be doing all they, they can do. do. <laughs> and you might have that talk with them how would you lead a communication oh. you guys understand well, the question sure so i'm a big proponent in not letting your emotions run your business and so a lot of times i think where managers fail is they rely on how they feel about something right and mm. i'm all about have clear expectations communicate those expectations and have weekly feedback about how somebody's doing, then it's not emotional. It's they're meeting the target that you guys agreed to, or they're not meeting the target. Mm-hmm. And after not meeting the target and asking the, the employee, what can I do to help you fix it? So in other words, there may be a business problem that is really impeding that person from doing something that may be your fault as the leader. Um, so you give them the option to say, here's what I need, here's how I can do it. Eventually, though, after two or three missed targets, it's going to become pretty clear that either they're not capable for the position, they're not well suited, or it's really just maybe they've they've run their their time with that particular company. So I love key performance indicators, KPIs. We, we set them for every role in our business, and that's how we manage. And therefore, everybody understands what's expected of them. Because when we talk to a lot of companies and, and CEOs, they don't necessarily manage their KPIs. And, and a lot of times their employees don't know what the target is and therefore they don't know what to shoot for. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, moving targets. That. That, moving because target. if an employee has no clue what they're doing wrong or why, and if you don't have processes set up to show them, then you can't move forward. We talk about processes and procedures all the time. And if an employee has, you're supposed to do this, this, and this, and if they didn't do this, 
you can see it. And if they can't figure that out, then they probably, like you said, they probably shouldn't be employed by you. And that's... And, go ahead. And we found that it, it's sometimes challenging for us to understand somebody else's position for them to understand what we're trying to convey to them. I know Ann was having a one of those difficult conversations the other day <clears throat> was going to have it. So we talk in advance and what we try to do is find out a way to help put a real life situation in front of them of how it could be turned back to them of and how it could be interpreted. And here, here's this conversation Ann was having. We, we had a staff member that was constantly showing up late, wasn't checking in and letting us know that they're going to be late or there was some challenge or what it was for coming to work. And and we had talked about it and Ann just laid it out with this young lady who had recently had a child and said, what if, what if your babysitter just didn't show up? What if you were at work and all of a sudden you needed to talk to the babysitter about something and you couldn't communicate with them? Would it not put you in a panic because you were able to not able to get that information through? And it helped that individual put a perspective there that they didn't understand that their manager needed some information from them and it put them in a panic. They don't, you know, they don't always understand the level of you know what they need and the manager needs immediately. But when they understood that, oh, if my child needed something and there was somebody I thought was there taking care of them and they were AOL, <laughs> gone. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> so, I, I love that analogy, too, because our businesses are our babies. Let's face absolutely. it. <laughs> That's what I was trying to convey. You know, we trust our employees to take care of that for them. And a lot of times they just... They just think, oh, I'm going to be late or it's no big deal. And so by bringing it to something that they truly could relate to, it makes the emotional impact. Because we're all about one of our core values is relationships. As a matter of fact, it's the keystone of what we stand for at Hire Smart. And because relationships get ever, all the other core values stacked up. Mm -hmm. And so it's something we preach. It's something that we teach. It's something that we live. That relationships are the absolute most important thing over Anything, Anything else in the business. That and is so, so cool. That's how I used to teach those moments so that it, again, kind of hits at home. So thanks for that. I, I love that because you could you could say, hey, I'm the business owner. I own this business. This is my livelihood. Hey, you jerk. You should start thinking about <laughs> me and our business. Jeez, <laughs> what kind of a person are you to not care? But instead, you, you, you gave them a way to see it from their point of view. Mm. which is so powerful and that that is a that is a do good be good mindset absolutely so cool because Definitely. let's face it some of business owners we think hey you know i'm giving you a dang job you should be happy for this do what i say but but when they know that you actually care about them and you want to you want to talk it through with them so much better. Wow, this has been an interesting lesson in leadership. It's, it's been, been amazing. A kind of in-depth one. Boom. We get, Very we, good. Thanks, we guys. Right I guess it. we should get to the actual interview. Yeah, we should definitely do that. <laughs> should we do that? <laughs> okay, so we'd like to start off the show, or the interview, by asking you guys, and you guys can both take a turn, 
What does being good and doing good in business mean to you guys? And was there a time in your life, maybe a story or a place where it really hit you that, man, if I'm good to people, I will actually get more. If I'm thinking how I can do things for them, I get more. Is there a place or a time that you could remember or where it just hit you? So I know this is a, it's a broad question because we like to just have fun with it. So you guys just have fun with it. <laughs> I think when we started our business, we knew we wanted to be good. I mean, I think, again, it kind of goes part of our personal. So we talked about our business core values about relationship. But part of our personal core values is to leave people better off than before they met us. Mm. Whether you do business with us or not, our goal is to every interaction that we have with someone, help them, give them information, whatever we need to do to leave them just a little bit better off. So when we kind of had a business problem in one of our businesses uh, six years ago, seven years yeah, ago, seven years ago um, one, of our, uh, one of our key employees quit via text on our first vacation in seven years. Oh, and yeah, no. we're all just a little bitter about that, honestly. Um, <laughs> however, it, it became the catalyst for what we started with Hire Smart. We got introduced to the concept of full-time dedicated uh, virtual employees from the Philippines. And we thought, huh, that sounds exciting. <laughs> so we did a little research. We figured out a few things. We, we um, selected a business partner in the Philippines. So we have um, a, a business partner there that takes care of that part of, uh, of our business. And we talked with him about some of the challenges that were going on in the Philippines and some of the ways that we as Americans have treated them over the years with call centers and just kind of just basically we've, we've drugged them into a hole of, you know, just routinary work. And so we wanted, we knew we wanted to pay them very well. We knew we wanted them to be able to work from home. We knew that we wanted to take care of their family with health care, like all of those things that were never done we do um, and it became very important for us to be able to find amazing talent in the philippines for our u.s clients and help them have better lives but also help our u.s uh, clients um, by giving them a stable workforce by giving them high quality talent educated four-year degrees um, people that can support their in-house staff from a lot of the routinary work that they do and, and I, I was on stage in, I guess it was Vegas, uh, about two years ago now, talking to a group of about 900 people. And we were talking about lifestyle. And we were talking about how we have one business that we grew up and it just consumed us. And so we, we ended up firing all the problem <laughs> clients that we had. You know, we, we got rid of the- oh, That's the, so nice of the clients that cause 80% of our issues because we wanted a better lifestyle. And I know after that, we had a booth there too. And after that, I had dozens and dozens and dozens of these individuals that heard me that came up and said, I am so glad that you have told us that it's not about being the biggest and it's not about growing to be the largest in, in our industry. It's about creating a lifestyle and creating a business because what we did in our changes was brought about change so that we could have a lifestyle. And now we're offering that same thing to business owners so that, you know, they don't have to wait like we did seven years to take a vacation. 
they can take a vacation because we can give them somebody that can help run and operate as their business is growing and they don't have to be there. And so it creates a lifestyle for the business owner and then it, it ensures in the Philippines that there are good quality, high paying jobs. They have health care, which is unheard of. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So that, that kind of leads us into the next question. Right, Ryan? Yeah, so the title of the show is Do What You Love, Get Your Life Back. So how does that relate with today's, uh, with, with, with everything that we're talking about today? Well, it goes to what Mark was just saying in that business owners, so people that, you know, have a, have a, have a business can actually focus on the task in their business that they love to do, whatever that is. Um, for me, I love connecting employees with their their client, right? I love that match. It's kind of like I'm a matchmaker <laughs> in a lot of ways. Matchmaker, matchmaker. So I, I love curating high quality candidates. I love the accolades that I get from a, a, a business owner who has been frustrated that he's had so much turnover or she's had so much, you know, chaos in her business and settling that down so that she or he can do what they love to do. And so it gives them their life back. For sure. I love it. I love it. So what, what, how did you guys come up with with this whole thing i mean was this in in the background you, you guys needed stuff or and, and you needed some help or how come you did it well as ann had mentioned we had our frontline marketing manager left texted us says hey i've gone to lunch i've left the phones ringing so people that are calling in to try to buy something have nobody answering oh my phone. gosh that's and, biz well, for bad right there yeah that's yeah. not good business <laughs> It, we, it was terrible. We were six hours away on the beach. Yeah, we had to so drive turn back. Turn around and drive back. <laughs> and, and like, we've got to find a better way that we can serve our clients, but we can serve ourselves. And, and it was interesting because we then sat down and came up with a plan. And the plan was how to create a situation in our business where we put less hours in each day. And as we grew our business, we wanted to spend less time in it. Now, out of that, that, that business has grown tremendously. <laughs> that business that we operated takes a lot less time from us. Now, we've created this other business, but it's something that Ann really loves the recruiting component of versus the other part of the business, the other business, which, which, which it isn't as much fun and isn't as, as, as sexy a job as what we have in Hire Smart. So we've created the ideal position for Ann. She's happy again with what she's doing. You know, we were, we were kind of trying to fade ourselves out of working and we end up working more now, but, but it's still according to a plan of doing what we wanna do as we wanna do it and how we want to do it because we can go anywhere and work. So, so I wanna just kind of piggyback on that because I think this is a nugget for your listeners. Oh, good. So one of the things that, again, Mark and I are really keen on is having what we call the prime directive. We're Star Trek fans. Oh, nice. Live long, live long and prosper, right? Sweet. But that always stuck with us. Like, what's the prime directive? And so Mark and I have a personal prime directive 
And every business that we have contributes to that prime directive. And if it doesn't contribute to that prime directive, we get rid of it. Or and we don't start it. We don't, we don't right. get involved oh with it. Oh my gosh, that's we nice. We could get started and that involved would make with make us a lot of money, but we don't do it because it doesn't meet that prime directive. And so hmm. one of the things I would encourage every business owner to sit down and think about is why are you in business? What is your why? What is your why? Why are you doing this? And does it make sense for you to continue to do this? Um, interestingly enough, our daughter-in-law is um, kind of in a career change right now. And so I was coaching her through this yesterday. And, and she's got lots of different options to her. And I finally just sat her down and I said, what is it that you want? Not what I want for you. Not what your husband wants for you. What is it that you want out of your life? Because that's going to direct your resume, the conversations that you have, the networking events you go to, all of all of that. But if you're not clear on this, doing all this other stuff is just fodder. It's just work to work rather than something that's intentional. And we try to be very intentional in everything that we do. I love it. That's awesome. I need to watch more Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Star Trek is so deep. <laughs> There's so many gold nuggets in Star Trek. Yeah. That, that, I, I love it. You guys are amazing. I, you said something great that really catch, caught me. Most people that start a business, they think, you know, I want to do what I want to do. And, I, and, I wanna, and I'm good at this one thing. And so they start this business. And then all of a sudden, they realize that that one thing they like to do is not running a business. Because running a business, there's a lot of stuff to it. And it's a lot of work. And all of a the sudden, they're working 80 hours. And we jo people joke about this at networking meetings all the time. I work 80 hours a week, so I don't have to work 40 hours a week for somebody else. And I've always Correct. thought, man, that, that does not sound great to me. But I was there. I've been there. I have, I have worked 80 hours a week for myself. So I could eventually, though, if you work hard enough and smart enough, can work 15 hours a week and and have a, a amazing powerful life and so i love that you said that because there's so many business owners out there that that don't realize there's a lot of things that you can do to make your life easier and better virtual assistant absolutely one of those so so cool it you, you kind of said it but we do like it, it's funny you're right on track because we would have went over the gold nugget question with you, but you kind of already did a gold nugget. So that's one of our questions. Do you have something else, maybe a call to action for our listeners that you guys could say, get off your tough and go do this and you'll succeed better? Well, something that comes to mind based on what you were just saying about <clears throat> doing what you enjoy. And you, you, you start a, you, you're a good marketer, you start a business and you don't realize you got to run the whole back office and employees and, and whatever that is. But what was important for Ann and I was we, because we do everything together and we built our businesses around our strengths. And Ann has different strengths than I do. And so what we've done with each and every one of our businesses is looked at the different departments and see who's the better we call it the better batter <clears throat> a baseball term. you know so that in in certain positions uh, responsibility i'm the better batter and so i'm Ann is and so we've divided our work up and so if you've got business partners or you've got managers 
It's all about empowering them with the opportunities to make decisions. Anna may come up with a challenge in one of her departments and you know, in, in the, the marketing part or the staffing recruiting component. And she'll come and she'll consult with me. What I say may or may not have an impact in what her final decision is, but whatever that decision is, I, I fully support it. It may not have been the same way I've approached it, but she's the manager and the responsible person in that party. I know nobody's got my back better than she does because we're a business together. And so putting that trust out to the people and letting them be able to do the best that they can do. And then sometimes things don't go right. You've got to support the people even in the failures. I love it. I, I love that because uh, all the solopreneurs out there and, and stuff, guys, nobody does anything great alone. They just don't. And if you can, and, but the other piece is you got to have people that you trust. You have to have people that you trust. Because I remember when I first started hiring folks, I had to do everything. Nobody could do it as good as me. I like worked twice as hard when I got employees than when I didn't. You know, you're supposed to get employees. You're supposed to, okay, now I can relax. Not when you're trying to micromanage all over because you you don't realize that, hey, I, I found quickly that these guys could do better than me. They actually were better at stuff than I was, and I was in the way. Yes. And that's actually an important thing to talk about, too. You know, I talked about managing through KPIs, and of course, that takes a lot of the pressure off, right? Because again, if everybody has a clear target of what they're trying to accomplish, it becomes very easy whether you're meet, meeting the target or not. And again, people can then self-manage. They can kind of figure out, hey, this is working or it's not. Um, and I think a, a lot of people that are starting businesses, so uh, solopreneurs, let's talk about them. You're absolutely right. They can't be good at everything. And so what we empower people to do is do what you love, get rid of the rest, either hire it through a local employee, if that's what you require, or use a virtual employee from us uh, to, to find those people, those team members, because you can only take the ball so far. And, you know, We've put in our time. I mean, Mark and I have worked more than our 80 hours a week. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all. Everybody I mean, successful it, has. Right. <laughs> I mean, anything that's worth anything is worth 100% of your time, energy, and effort. And, but one of the things that Mark and I are very clear about, again, with that prime directive, number one is how we make decisions. But number two, it's we don't start something new until this plate is going strong. Like, so this we got to get this plate up in the air. It's working alone. Very it doesn't require much, wow. much energy and effort from us other than an occasional spin. Then we can start the next plate. So we don't try to do 10 plates at once because that is a recipe for failures. That's Other thing cool. that Mark talked about, of course, is is partnerships. We, I told you we have a partner in in our in the Philippines. We met him online. People are like, "You've been a business partner, and you started that yeah. big a business." We got married <laughs> with somebody we met online, right? <laughs> like, how did you do that? And it's because we are very good at vetting people. Um, we are very intentional about what we need. When when and I'll give you kind of a funny example of how we do this. So when Mark and I were newly dating and i mean like maybe a couple of dates and i gave him a list and i said hey dude <laughs> this is what i'm looking for in a mate that was 20 some years ago, <laughs> I, know, a long time ago. I said 
And I said, and if you don't like these things or they're not up to you, that's cool. We can be bestest of friends. But if you want to continue to date me, this is what I'm looking for. Then I pulled out my list. <laughs> so here are so, the metrics that we need to. The KPIs, like, and, and interestingly enough, I tell this story all the time on stage. So one of my one of my things on that list was I wanted somebody who wanted to be with me. My former spouse never wanted to hang out with me, didn't want to have anything to do with me, and I'm thinking, why am I married to you? You hate me. Like I don't want that. So little did I know, <laughs> Mark and I would get married. We'd go into multiple business together. We're together 24-7. And you know what? My life is amazing. And I love him more today than I did even way back then, 24 years ago. But And it's interesting. People <laughs> refer to us as Mark Ann. I Mark mean, Ann. <laughs> if one of us shows up in an event or on stage or wherever it is, they're like, where's, where's, where's Mark or where's Ann? Because they're used to seeing us attached to the hip. And we love and enjoy that. And then nice. we've been able to build that lifestyle, though, because we have the backup. We have, in, in this case, we use virtual employees to, to back us up. We have local employees, too. But we've done all this intentionally so that we could have a great life. That is so awesome. I, I think that's a great way to kind of end. Is, is there... Is there uh, place where folks can get a hold of you guys what is your links in in every place out there just in any way that that folks uh, virtually can get a hold of you that's your time sure. to just talk about that so um you can go to hiresmartvas.com and if you want a, a list of things that a virtual employee can do you can do slash tasks and go ahead and opt in it is an opt-in uh, but we'll we'll be happy to give you uh, 40 things that they can do for a business owner really quick and you can think huh well, maybe I didn't know I could get I that out of my I don't have to do plate. that anymore, right? right? So that's kind of, because everybody always asks, well, what really, what can they do? Like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, well, they can do anything with a computer and a phone. But if you need more specifics, that will that will do that. And, of course, anybody that is interested in hiring, I would love the opportunity to serve you by going to HireSmartVAs.com slash appointment. And you can uh, book a 30-minute consult with me. We'll put you all know, those links, too, on, on the, the show notes. And, and I want to leave with a, a final note. As we got involved in this and started going forward, we were like you. We had to do it all ourselves. We brought employees on, and then we had to work twice as much. What we learned that done is better, better than, than perfect. perfect. Yeah. And with everybody, done is better than perfect. Oh, that's Moving awesome. forward, folks. I love it. So true. Done is better mm -hmm. than perfect. I think that's a great way to end the show. Done is better, better than, than perfect. perfect. Uh, you know what? Perfect is probably the destroyer of so many businesses. I'm going to wait until it's perfect. I'm going to wait, and then I'm guilty. It's gone. I'm guilty and of that. I'm exactly. Guilty. I'm guilty of that. Uh, Ryan, you get tired of me going, just go. Just do it. Just do it. it doesn't matter if it's perfect. Just do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. You can apologize later. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, guys, Mark and Ann, because now, I, now I'll know because you're Mark Ann. Now I got Mark Ann. Mark Ann. Love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Love your energy, guys. You can tell that you really care and love what you're doing, and you're out there making a difference and living the be good, do good. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ryan. You going to take us out? Yeah. Again, thanks so much for all your insight, knowledge, and wisdom. Thanks for being on the show. Joining us today for the Biz for Good show. We always in the show. I was going to say that five times. You're going to say show. That. The show five. Oh, you that was five. Yeah, yeah, I got it in there. 
<laughs> now, we always end this show with hashtag be good, do good. We do it three times. Three times we get, we get louder. louder on the third time. So you guys can do it with us, or or you can just look at us and go, oh my gosh, look at those weird, crazy people. <laughs> or it's really a, a way that we can cut the uh, audio so, so that trim the, the audio. editor can trim the audio, but it's also fun. Yeah. <laughs> So, we could just do a silent thing, but we don't. That's lame. We, we could whisper it, but that'd be boring. <laughs> go ahead, Rob. Anyways, here we go. Hashtag Tag, be, be good, good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. There we go. We got them. They got, got onto it. I love it, love it. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.